Hey guys, this is KD, and um, today is day 141. I was supposed to read it with the last two, but I didn't do that. Sorry, please don't judge me. Okay, so um, here we go. Day 141, the middle night. I just woke after a dream. Though it was the kind of dream that was more memory than imagination. I've had those. I saw the last night. I saw again the last night her con was here. The sight of his hand lifting up the cat. And then I saw what I gave him in return. I hadn't thought of it again since that night. The memory jolted me awake. I gave her con my shirt. Ooh, I forgot that. She did, too. Okay. Ancestors. There was a blanket of washing right by my mattress. I could have um, seized one of seized, sorry, one of my lady's own shirts. He would have inhaled her scent, the breath of her soul. Even though there was something else at hand, I chose to give him my own garment. Mm-hmm. Why didn't the ancestors strike me dead? That's a bit, okay, that's too much. To me, that's too much. I don't, I don't think that's a good, I don't think that's a good thing. It's the couch. It, it's definitely not me. You hear that? It's, it's leather. Oh, God. Yeah. It's, ah, the couch. Okay. <clears throat> da, da, da. He would have inhaled her scent, her soul, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my own garment strike me dead. Okay. After such an offense, I'd, it, it wasn't really offensive. It was a little misleading, but not super offensive, you know. After such an offense, I think they wouldn't permit this mucker maid to remain breathing. Perhaps they only ignore me because I'm shut up in this tower, cut off from the gaze of the eternal blue sky. I like how she describes that. It's beautiful. Perhaps if I ever step out of its shadow, I'll be struck in the instant and crumble into a heap of ash. Too much. That was way too much. I'm just saying. Day. 158. Okay, this morning we, I'm shaking still, I didn't realize until I put brush to paper. If my lord the cat weren't on my lap, I don't know how I could be calm enough to write at all. This morning we heard voices outside. Now, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. If I had a YouTube channel or something, I would. You know, that part where she says, this morning we heard voices outside. The way I read that, I was thinking about, um, there's a stand-up comedian. He's uh, really famous. His name is Kevin Hart. And he literally says in a recounting of um, an encounter that he had with his daughter and her friends while they were, you know, over on a play date. She literally said, um, well, he said that she said, um, woo, Debbie, 
We got monsters, Danny. <laughs> so sorry, but that was super funny. It's super funny to me. <laughs> like, I joke all the time with my sister about that. <laughs> and, it, and just the way I read it, that's what came to my mind when I said that. Okay. Let me just... This morning, we heard voices outside. <laughs> now that it's warm enough for the sun to burn holes into the icy ground, we've begun to hear our guards again, chatting as they walk around the tower and occasionally shouting saucy things at us. I wonder what saucy means. <laughs> saucy. What is saucy? I don't know. Okay, but these voices were new. One was so deep and loud, I felt it in the stones of the tower. Mm, I like that commanding voice. You know, that's just me. Mm. Um, I felt it in my bones. Ooh. Okay. I was daring. Wait, no. Oh, I was darning my lady's stockings by the orange light of the fire, and my lady was lying on the bed, testing my lord the cat. Teasing my lord the cat with a stocking too holy to save. Um, when we heard the new voices, she sat upright like a fawn stops grazing when she hears a hunter's step. It is your con, dude. Wait, it is your con, do you think? I asked. I asked back already. My lady didn't answer. She's so often spooked. I didn't realize that this time she was truly terrified so badly she couldn't even speak or move. After, oh my. I left my sewing, fetched the wooden spoon, unhooked the flap, and jammed it open. Don't, Dashti, she said too late, just as the hand shut up the hole and seized my arm. I screamed, I think. The hand was covered in a black gauntlet. That's like a little wrist band or whatever. It's like a glove. You know, a medieval glove with, like, chain mail usually on it and studded. It's often used um, in in the midst of a high-ranking official. Uh, like, they usually have it on with the rest of their nightwear. And um, it can also, it's like brass knuckles, but on a glove that's meant to... Um, protect the hands and the forearms and the wrist from like uh, super heavy blades and metals and things like that because um, literally humans we have such a delicate body I don't think a lot of people understand that because they see so many of the superhero movies and things like that um, but our bodies are very 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 fickle like or like they can be strong but not as strong as some of these natural metals that you know we with our smarts use to our advantage but I'm just saying um the human body has a lot of like built-in protection but we also need outside protection because um there's so many outside elements that can hurt us so that's what um a gauntlet is um, the wrist trimmed in metal spikes. Yeah, like I said, it was not her con. 
but metal spikes are used, you know, um, in times of battle or war, a fight, something like that. You know, you understand. Okay. Do I have her? He said, wait, no, no. Do I have her? Said the voice low enough to grumble into the stones. Oh, Lord. Do I have my lady? No, I'm sorry. No, no. I said, who is this? He shook my arm. I'm Dashti. I'm my lady's maid. I'm the mucker maid. He laughed as if I just told a wicked joke. Yes, I know muckers. There are hundreds of the ragged folk wandering the steps in the thoughts of under. How dare you? How dare you, sir? You are nobody. You're a bully, okay? He let go, and I pulled my arm aside. Put your arm back, he yelled so loud the cat screeched. Oh, God. Okay, I changed my mind. I don't think I like him. I really don't think I like him. He's he's mean. Oh, gosh. Okay, I didn't want to. Ancestors, I wanted to crawl underneath my mattress. He may have a voice like an earth rumble. So I'm guessing she means earthquake. And put my lady in the fear shakes. But I recognize the command of gentry. And I must do what he says. I lowered my arm back down the hole. He didn't grab me again. He just tickled his glove fingers against my fingertips. He was chuckling lower than his voice. Then he slapped my hand against the wall. It stung like a log full of harness. I pulled my arm up. But he said really slowly and sweetly, like I was his favorite lamb. Back down, Dashti, the mucker made. Again, I lowered my hand, and again he slapped it against the wall. I left it there, and I was crying, but not just because it hurt, I think. The next time he slapped my lady, uh, the next time he slapped, my lady grabbed me under the arms and pulled me away from the hole. We fell back on my mattress. Stay here, she said. I stay. After all, she was my own mistress. Let that black glove lord growl and yell all he likes. I'll obey her first. Good lady. Okay. It's him. It's Lord Cause. Oh my God. It's him. That's that's the one. She's supposed to be Mary. That jerk right there. Oh yeah, I would run away from him. I, I like the other one better. You know... With arranged marriages and everything. I'm glad my mother never set up anything like that. I I actually don't know. Like, sometimes I'm so tired of just, like, being single. Like, hey, I want to go out. I want to have fun with the opposite sex. It doesn't actually mean that there will be sex or drugs or anything of that liking. I mean, I don't really like those things. I don't know anything about those things. But all I'm saying is, you know... Like, it doesn't always mean that it's a bad thing, you know, that I'm wanting to be fast or harlot-like. It's not that. But I will say that it actually is very, very demanding. I'm sorry. I have to yawn. Like, I just, I don't understand. I really, I really don't. He's very cruel. Now, when... Um, I'm not a feminist. Well, I don't know any feminist. I don't think. But this right here, like, men like this, I would guess that this is toxic masculinity is what they're talking about. Like, he's so mean and he's rough 
and he hurt her, and that's not fair. And he had no respect for the other woman, even though he believes that the class structure is still not there. You can say, well, hey, I'm above your class, but am I going to be mean to you? Am I going to be rude to you? Maybe in a slight, tricky kind of way, but I'm not going to outright abuse you and literally put his hand on her and hurt her. I'm pretty sure she's going to be bruised. I I know that that's, you know, getting off topic, but I'm serious. She could have, like, this huge bruise on her, like, hand or whatever. So it says, I stopped wondering why she refused to marry him. Are you in there, Lady Saren? Do you believe you're hiding, stashed in a tower all all the world can see? In a tower all the world can see. You're not very good at the hiding game. You never were. I wish I could write that my lady stood tall, but she declared she would never love that she declared she would never love him or bow to him or tremble at his voice. Let him do his worst or somewhat of that bold kind of talking. I saw her show a bit of courage to her father once, but at Lord Cosgrave's voice, she covered her face and cried so hard she squeaked like rusted hinges. I'm sorry for her. I am. But sometimes I think crying's done for. And it's time for doing. You go, girl. Okay. Um. If only I knew what ailed her. Perhaps I could help. But I guess there are corners and folds of my lady's soul that I'll never see. Okay, I'm just going to stop right here. Can't you see that there is a, a guy that she probably, you know, she's okay with. Like, hey, I... You know, I like him, but if I like him too much, this big brute who I'm supposed to marry, who is so easily willing to hurt me, like, or hurt people around me, that means that he's one step hurting, closer to hurting me. So one of the things that I always um, think about is that if I have a family member who is you know um, a woman or or a male and he like um is hanging out with a girl and she can so easily disrespect me and not give a, a second thought or the man that my female cousin or sibling like my female aunt or god sister or whomever is Seeing can so easily disrespect me. That's where I'm like, okay, hold on. Are you sure you like him? Are you sure you like her? Can you see a future with them? Okay, do you think that it's a problem that they can so easily disrespect me? A person that is of your family tree, even when I have, you know, gone out of my way to be respectful, to share, and, you know, be um within good graces at all times like what do you think like would you still stay with them and if they said that they would I will honestly think that it's a manipulation thing that's going on because I'm like who will stay with a person that hurts them like I'm not sure because I don't know a lot of people but I'm saying well hey this is a problem because I can't even anything like that.
is my cousin. <sighs> they are all awake. No. Oh, Lord, the dog is out. Oh, someone's sleeping. Or someone just opened the door. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so <clears throat> hopefully they don't interrupt again. But um, all I'm saying is, is that people like that, like, how could you even, like, bring yourself to love a person who disrespects people that are, even if the family is not close to you, but... How could you, unless you put thoughts in their head about, well, hey, this person, that person, they are anything, or they're mean, or whatever. Like, you guys have to know when to, like, chill, okay? Because I'm just not sure that it's a good thing to to do and be mean and, and everything like that. So that's why I would be like, okay, I understand why she's upset. I don't know why Dashti isn't understanding that this girl is fearful because the man she's supposed to marry is super, like, mean and destructive, like, evil and heinous. And the guy that has attracted her, the, the one that she has you know, started to care about, feel for it, love. He wants to marry her. He's saying, well, hey, I'll treat you I'll treat you right. And that's not saying that he's not an alpha male because he could be an alpha male. He's just a nice person or he's just a person that gives enough respect to the woman that he is, you know, interested in, that he admires. So I, I'm not understanding you know, why Dashti can't understand. Maybe it's because, um, like earlier in the book, she said that she can only really, um, like, draw from when she was a, a really small girl and she liked a boy and they kissed. I mean, like, that is, you know, quite a long time ago. So I think she's just... I think she is just trained in a way to be a good wife and um, a good healer and um, a good maid, I guess. I guess that's what she was taught in her early years of learning that she was actually a mucker before learning that she was a woman, I think. Because a lot of times, I think parents teach... Um, their children, you know, that, hey, you know, you know, your children before they're like, okay, well, you're human beings, you know, you understand that you're a child first before you understand that you're a human. So some things um, can just seem out of place or whatever. Okay. Um, I will just, I will be back in just a moment. Okay. Peace. Okay, um, continuing on, and says, um, I sat with her, put one hand on her belly and one on her back, and sang a song for bitter sorrow, and one that goes dark river, 
Blacker River, faster river pulling me. I sang while Laura Cosler spoke. She calmed some. I didn't dare go pull the wooden spoon and shut the flap. Which, she, she honestly, she could have. I don't know. Like, you guys have been here for almost, I would say, what is 140 days? Um, I know that this is not the 140th day, but it is, like, what, let me see. Uh, it's day 158, so it's well over two months, I'm pretty sure. So, because there's, like, two months is roughly 104 days. So, obviously, two months is, like, 100 days or so. So, um, so it's going on, like, three, three months in a few weeks. So... Um, yeah, so it says, da 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 um, oh wait, yeah, it's been that long, so I'm pretty sure she could have, like, come up with some type of contraction or something like that. Um, okay, so it says, he couldn't touch us, save here in the corner of the room, but his voice, like, slinked in smoke, slinked in, like, smoke, okay. Hey, this is a good, um, like, representation of what happened earlier. Remember when it was super cold and they had to stoke the fire and keep it going on so that they'd be able to, you know, stay warm even though the smoke was suffocating them? So they're over here comforting one another. Um, you know, that's another way to keep warm, to keep the heart warm and everything. And, like, symbolically, that open flap, even though it's letting in fresh air, is also suffocating them because of the voice of Lord Kazar. And um, I really do think that it's really important to understand that um, he is the black smoke. I don't like to uh, associate those two like words together, but they really embody what's going on here. So he's literally like in some sense choking them from like just being there and using his voice and like talking out openly to them. And that's one of the problems. <clears throat> okay, so here we go. Not even in the cellar under sacks of barley would we be able to hide from that sound. These are the sort of things he said. Your father hobbled to thoughts of under to see me whining like a girl in two, in two braids. Wow, in two braids. That's oddly specific. There's some children and two birds who are very sophisticated. And they understand exactly what they want. Case in point, Anne of Green Gables, another Emily of New Moon, which I will be reading those soon. I just have to get those books in the mail. I'm waiting because I'm a little too scared to actually go to the bookstore and touch things because of everything that's going on with Corona. But, um, <clears throat> okay. It says here, he told me, um, my daughter awaits you in the watchtower on the border of our lands. 
My dad is a snitch, I tell you. He's he so is like how dare you tell the truth? Like, well not how dare you tell the truth, just how dare you give out the hiding place. Come on now. Knock down the walls. Take her bound and gag bound and gagged. I care not. Her dad is a horrible person. Um she is refused me to till she bends her will to her own. Like he spoke grandly, but his knees shook. So I was like, what is going on? He didn't know. Like, I think maybe Lord Kazar is like making her dad afraid, I guess. Because, I don't know, he already sounds like a booming person. And just by the way that Miss Hale described him earlier on in the book, it's like, okay, well, he's not a very good stance of a man, I guess. He's not, like, super intimidating or anything, maybe only to Lady Saren, because that's her dad. But I don't think he really is to any of the other lords um, and lady rulers who actually know that he's probably not as harmless. But to Lady Saren, I think because that's all she knows, it's hard for her to, I don't know. It's hard for her, well, not really her, but other people to see her dad as someone to fear. I think that Lord Kasa is the ultimate one to fear within these realms here. So it also says, um, do your knees shake, my lady? I don't trust the man who fears me and all fear me. Do you fear me, my lady? So he's wanting someone that doesn't fear him. Problems. There's so many problems. He laughed heartily at that. I think because he already knows that, yes, she does fear him. I remember your eyes when we first met. You were 11 years old. 12. Your eyes were dull as a cow's. Actually, cow eyes are really, like, nice. Like, they're really nice. They're big. A lot of times they're big and brown or gold. Like, I think cows are very underrated because they don't get to be called beautiful animals because they're the animals that we eat. If people ate horses, you know, I don't think a lot of people would be like, oh, my God, horses are too beautiful to eat. But have you tasted them? No, they're delicious. I'm just saying. Um, <clears throat> but you looked lovely dressed in silks. I wonder, like, how old he was, because if she's, like, 11 or 12, you're, like, a pervert or, like, a pedophile or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, it says, you still do, don't you? My jewel is not really your jewel until she sort of kind of signed over. You are beautiful, adorned in gold. So who cares about your dim eyes? He's, like, so mean. Like, just evil. I don't know. And I remember how your eyes changed after sleeping one night in my house. Like, uh, You no longer had cow eyes, but mouse eyes, rabbit eyes, wild eyes of prey. So, literally, it's like, okay... So, I'm going to go ahead and, like, take you. It's like, 
is she a hunter or something? Or okay, so it's like, is there a hunter or something? I don't know, but it's it's super like weird. Okay, and then he goes to say how much I enjoyed that night. I can't really express. So I think he likes the hunt. That's the problem. Like he's scary. Like if he said it in a playful way. Maybe if they were closer in age, something like that, it would be better. But it's not because he's weird and just, I don't know, he's a hunter. And he's not the good kind of hunter. He's not the one that has, you know, mercy. So that's a problem. Like, there's a lot of problems. A lot of problems with this match. Okay. <clears throat> He also says, uh, besides you, there's only one other person still living whom I've allowed to see me feeding. What? <laughs> I hope you feel that honor, Lady Saren. No, I really don't care. I wish you would have said that. I trusted you with that secret because I know you'd never dare tell. Ew. So there's like, there's something that he has to like, I don't know, fear? If she tells? I don't know. What kind of... What is feeding? I don't remember. It's like I'm, like, remembering the book all over again. Um, okay, it says, uh, but I feel the honor. I trust you with a secret because I know you'd never... You'd never dare tell. Here he laughed with a dark, dry rasp. And I wished... I knew what he was speaking about. My lady lay on the bed, or on my bed actually, one arm wrapped around her face, like the other cling. Wait, the other clinging to my waist, her entire body quaking. That's when I wanted you as my own. I told your father then that you would be my bride, but I would knock down his tower for you. Not today. I won't force you out yet. I'm having too much fun. See, this is a problem. See, this is a problem. When you get married, it's going to be multiplied. You know, his voice was nearly a whisper, and yet we could still hear. The day will come when you will choose me over the tower. Knowing what you know, you will still choose me. I hunger for that day. So he's, he's doing the spirit of doing too much. That's what it is. Okay. Then for some time, silence. I think he'd be gone a while. Wait. I think he'd be gone a long while by the time we could sit up and breathe. My lady still clung to me. so I was too shaken to sing anymore. See? He has an effect. Okay. My voice felt sticky and my heart cluttered about. So I held her until she could stop shaking too. You'd met him before, my lady? You knew his temperament? That's why you refused to wed. Yes, she said. There were secrets laden in that word. Yes. That she didn't explain. I could feel it and it made me afraid. His voice was heavier than lead. I don't know. I've never held lead before. Except for in a pencil. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said. And he slaps harder than your honored father. Do all gentry slap people? Maybe because of 
their supposed high status. That's me talking, not the book. Okay. Um, I suppose it's a noble right. See? No, it's not. But I wonder. Your con doesn't seem to like to slap. I know. He doesn't seem like to slap. He, he doesn't. Honestly. No, she says. I chose him because I thought he was safe. He does sound safe. She was so beautiful as she said those words. Even with the red eyes of crying, she made me she made me believe she could choose whomever she wanted. The poor man would have no choice but to fall in love with her too. Um, perhaps even Lord Kazar was in love with her in his own way. I don't know. I think it's a power thing. Um, did Contagus make you laugh? I asked. She shrugged. Mm. I realized I'd never heard her laugh. She pulled her knees up and started. And well, no, she stared at the fabric of her deal stretched tight between them. She took a deep breath and I hoped, hoped, hoped. It meant she was going to talk more. It's so rare with my lady. You've been in this tower for months and you guys struggle to have a conversation. I can't. I actually don't have the patience. I would, like, try to leave so quick. <laughs> but that's just me and my personality. I need to talk. I need to communicate. I need to do something. If I don't do that, then it's like, well, what the heck am I around you for? You know, it's just, it, it's weird. I need some, um, some one-on-one time. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I don't know if she was always quiet, always a quiet one, or if her will to speak has been smothered by the tower darkness. When she opened her mouth, I had to suppress a sigh of contentment. After my father and I spent time at Lord Kazar's house, after I saw what that man was, I thought to betroth myself to someone else before Kazar officially asked. So technically, he ain't hers. He really isn't. He asked her father, and her father probably accepted because he's a weak man. And, you know, she already accepted. I'm thinking he was Contagus. I think he was the first one that just asked her, you know, asked her. She just, like, allowed it to happen. I think she, uh uh-oh. (laughs) I'm sorry. The dog ran upstairs. See? (laughs) He doesn't want to go outside. I think it's, I don't know if it's cool out there. I haven't been out there in a while. Anyway, so, um... Uh, it says, I knew he would ask as soon as I turned 16 and was of age. I chose Contagus. He was on friendly terms with my father, and I thought him gentler than most. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We wrote letters for years. I told my maid, Cora, what to say, and she wrote for me. She was my best friend. When my father condemned me to this tower, she ran away. My lady's eyes were empty as she spoke. I shivered, imagining being a child in that large house with four stones. 
that stood that looked to be cut from ice instead of a passing winter night in a snug garret. Mm, I think that's her house or her tent. I don't know. To be raised by a fierce lord who slaps instead of by a mama who sings. This was the most my lady had ever confided in me, and I longed to keep her talking. How do you first know you love? How did you first know you loved Contagus? Did you? I'm tired, she says. She climbed into, well, she climbed the ladder to the bed. And that's how it was with my lady. Sometimes we share a few words about the food or my lord's prowess with rats or the cold that burrows between bricks. But let me broach the topic of her con, or blunt-gloved Lord Causer, or her father, in his house. And my lady is suddenly as tired as a weeping willow in full leaf. My lord the cat is asleep on me, or I would have ended my account and gone to bed long ago. His purring shakes my lap, but steadies my hand. So that's nice. It's a nice counterbalance. At least I think so. Hmm. Well. To be honest. Day 158 was very, very intense. And the next is day 160. I'm not going to read that right now. But. Hmm. All right. See you guys um, soon, and I'll try to get this posted before three. Okay, peace out.